Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome in to the latest episode of Floors Yours. I don't know what that is. Welcome into the latest episode of Floors Yours here on the Five Reasons Sports Network, an extension of Five on the Floor, sponsored as always by our friends over at Biscayne Bay Brewing, the only independent brewery in South Florida. Make sure you ask for the Tropical Bay IPA, Marlins Lager, and all of their other great beers. Ask for them by name at your local restaurant or at your local convenience store or a grocery market. Uh, you can go to Publix. You can go to Winn-Dixie. You can go to Whole Foods. It's at all of those places. Also sponsored by a friend, Mark Brown. I mentioned him on the podcast last night, markbrownpa.com. He will help you with your estate planning. He'll also help you with your title. If you're dealing with real estate, he can give you a $295 special flat fee by mentioning five reasons to care of my condo for me. It's going to take care of my house for me as I'm just moving out of everywhere right now. Maybe I'll leave the country. Markbrownpa.com. He's located right there. In North Lauderdale, there's the phone number, 954-566-5678, 954-566-5678. Again, it's markbrownpa.com. Again, you need estate planning, whether you're, you're a young father with a family or whether you don't have kids. You just want to make sure that the right people get your money. It's important. Markbrownpa.com, small firm, and he will help you out on your schedule, 24-7 service there. All right, let's get to it. Um I got Greg Sylvander. I've got Alex Lito. Just the three of us today, the, the core three from five on the floor. Check out our episode from yesterday. Alex and I went through some of the guards. Other, oh, yes, you do love Mark Brown. I'm not late. I was not late today. I thought we uh, were a big three, not a core three. We're a we're, big three. We're, we're, we're a core three. We're a core three. You know, yeah, I, wow. I, don't know we're, I don't know we're going to compare ourselves to the big three. It's like the Nets comparing themselves to the Heat's big three when only one of the big one and a half ever play at the same damn time. Um, Alex and I went. We are a lot like that. We are like that's true. Actually, you're Irving. Uh, they, they, I mean, I don't even need to. I don't know which of that. I don't know which of us is Harden. I, well, I'll, I'll leave it at. Well, actually, with yeah, I'm probably Harden. All right. Anyway, that's probably why I didn't want to hear. That's what a lot of people would say. All right. Um, Alex and I went through some of the guards yesterday uh, that the Heat could go after if not Kyle Lowry. We forgot to mention Tim Hardaway Jr. I didn't realize that until we posted the pod. We did get through. Uh, Dinwiddie, Conley, 
Brogdon, uh, even a guy who's going to play some tonight, and I have for the over in prize picks, his, his over was only 10.5 points. I think he's going to play a lot tonight, even with Chris Paul uh, being back, which is Cameron Payne. It's somebody we talked about last night as well. But here's what we're going to get to tonight. Um, I'm just going to drop this right here on – and we've talked about more than this sort of off the air um, on our 5R heat thread string, which I feel like since the three yards per carry guys are now charging to check out their chat, and they're calling it only fins, that uh, maybe we should charge to see ours. But we'll give you a little bit of it. We can't tell you everything we know because there are things we're still working on. Uh, and, and we'll mention, Super Chat, you give us money, we will read your comment. Okay, promise you that. James Harden needs, you know. Anyway, um, Tyler Hero, that's who we're going to talk about tonight. Because I have now heard that there – thank you, Manny, for putting that up. Appreciate it. Uh, I have now heard that there's a 75% chance or better that he has traded this offseason. In fact, when I've thrown out 75% to several league sources, they've told me that's low. Um, and there's a number of reasons for this. And, and we've discussed some of these reasons, and there's some that we can't go into a total depth on at this time. The major reason is this um, – Pat Riley mentioned that Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler are the core two. He was only he only threw Tyler Hero in because he was asked specifically about Tyler Hero because as we talk about at the end of every presser, uh, you know, he 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 pumps an asset. That's what he does. He does it every single offseason. Tyler Hero is like virtually their only asset right now. Precious is not an asset. Kaziak Pala is not an asset. They've got some contracts that I guess are neutral assets like Dragic if they decide to move him, Iguodala. But they don't have assets, okay, unfortunately. They don't have a lot of picks. Duncan Robinson has to be re-signed at a pretty big number to become an asset. Same with Kendrick Nunn. And even in that case, I'm not sure Nunn becomes an asset. Oladipo is not an asset. They do not have assets, okay? Bam's their only asset, and they're not trading him. And so the next one becomes Tyler Hero. But what I've been told is just Tyler Hero's not on Jimmy Butler's clock. It, it's, it's simple. I mean, there, there's a lot of sort of reasons for that. But one of the main reasons is that Jimmy Butler is ready to win now. And Bam Adebayo is closer to Jimmy's clock, close enough that they can get there. But in the case of Tyler Hero at age, we know what he is, 21 years old. And at his stage of development as a player, without getting to anything else, he's just not on Jimmy's clock. We have also mentioned, and I'm going to throw it out here again, and you guys can read it from this any way you want, that there was a lot of Tyler Tuesday stuff and, everything else that kind of went on uh, in the first season and this very close relationship between Jimmy and Tyler. Um, I'll just say there, there wasn't a lot of Tyler hero talk from Jimmy Butler this season. We've discussed that. That's not news, but I just want to put it out there in terms. It's, it may be news. It's if you a, haven't it's a to signpost. It's a signpost. Okay. And it, <laughs> so anyway, I'll put it out there, Greg, uh, as much as you can talk about consistent with your information. Yes. Um, but it's it's interesting from the from what I've been able to gather, it's a weird spot that the heater in, right? Because this was the guy that was p- kind of pegged as the blue chip asset. At some point, they wanted to be able to either uh, have the trust in hero to be that guy or that he was gonna be good enough to flip for the guy or part of the package, headlining a package or a significant player in that package. And I feel like, uh, this is about the worst moment to uh, dangle him as as a player to go get anybody. So you're kind of selling low. But if 
Uh, he's not aligned with everybody in the locker room and they feel like they have to do it now or it could get worse, that the scenario could get worse or you could dis have disconnects with other players or anything like that. To me, I feel like you have to look at something and that's where like other rookie players that are maybe uh, worn out their welcome elsewhere, I think is an interesting thing and also attaching him to an Iguodala contract, which, uh, you know, is another option there. But um, it doesn't, it looks like Tyler's days are numbered and that, to me, that's upsetting just because I felt like uh, just watching him in the bubble. Like, I feel like ever since the snarl, it's been downhill. Yeah. And, Alex, I want to get to the basketball stuff uh, with you in a second, but I also just want to make something very clear. I think you guys can tell we know more than we're saying, um, but this is all we're going to say. What, what we've said so far to this point is all. We're I probably say. said too much. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm monitoring it. I, I We're both kind of. I, you didn't say too much. I'm just saying none of us is advocating necessarily to give up on Tyler Hero as a prospect. So this is not coming from us. It's kind of the same thing as when Ira and I reported that the Heat were concerned about his focus this season. They were not concerned about his work ethic necessarily. They were concerned about his focus, and they wanted him to get in the gym more. And Ira and I reported that, and I do know that some people around Tyler were upset at us for us reporting that as if it was us saying it. It's We're just reporting – what the heat's perspective was on it. And I can tell you a thousand percent because I had a lot of people reach out to me afterwards that I was told you guys are a thousand percent, right? Okay. So I'm just, I'm just saying what, this is not us advocating to get rid of Tyler hero. And no. I don't think the heat want to necessarily get rid of Tyler hero. Correct. That's the uh, dilemma. That's the dilemma, but but the problem is he's not really on the timeline right now. They don't have any other assets, and they don't have a hell of a lot of other ways to get better. Again, You're there's right. a little bit there's a little bit more than we know than that, but those are the core things from a basketball perspective. Alex, basketball perspective, um, you know what, what? What I mean is it smart? I mean, I, I mean, is it smart to move him when, as we said, I mean they don't really have another asset on the roster. It's not great, like Leif said. It's not great that. You know, now is a time where they've apparently hit this fork in the road, according to what you guys are kind of talking about from what you've been hearing. It's like, you know, it, his value is not at a great point right now when you're just talking about trying to trade him. And I know we it feels like we we, we bring guys down to what their their value is as far as what else they can bring you. But that's really what it comes down to, because like. I like I'm fine with the idea of trading Tyler Hero for the idea of bringing in another guy who's going to help you on this win now journey. But who's to say that you can get that guy for Tyler Hero? And I know the package would be more than him. It would probably involve some of these player options to, to make some deals work. But who's to say that they could actually get some of these guys with a package, uh, you know, sur surrounding Hero and maybe an Andre Iguodala or Goran Dragic? I don't know. I definitely don't know. So I just think it's a little bit tough. I'm sure there's stuff that they could get for him. I'm sure it's not it was not their idea to to want to have to move on from him this early on at the what the nadir of his value maybe. Uh and although they've already I still feel like he's in a place where he's shown enough to he's not a, he, he's not a negative asset they're trying to move on from. Right. They still got more from him than I think a typical 14th pick. So that's why I think they might be able to still get something Shout out to you, Porter Jr. I'm gonna get a nice like chocolate chip cookie or something with that two bucks. <laughs> you can't and, even get a big back for that, but that's thank like, Porter. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. But yeah, it sucks, man. Like it's I know that we've all kind of been in on Tyler uh, throughout the past couple of seasons, and it sucks that it's kind of 
it seems like it's going to have to end this way. I just don't know where we go from here. It seems unexpected is all I think. Well, I, I, I think it, it's unexpected if you consider that he had one of the great playoff runs. He had, one, he had one of the great playoff runs for a rookie. I mean, he really he really did. I mean, he had and, so and, much and, love from everybody, from the stars, from the fans. And, 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 and I don't think I don't think it's that that I mean, again, I mean, he hasn't misstepped publicly. I you know, I know no. people get on the personal life and all that. I mean, he hasn't so I mean he hasn't done anything horrible. There's nothing like that. It's just that they're they're in a certain place. This is an unsentimental place for the Miami Heat right now. You you got sentimental Pat Riley last off season, like you got sentimental Pat Riley, uh, you know, sort of during the middle of the Zoe Timmy years, like you got it after the 2006 championship, like you got it, uh, you know, kind of after the 20, after the 16, 17 run of 30 and 11, that was sentimental Pat Riley. Thank you, Christian. Uh, hated the season, but super sad. It's come to this. Um, that was sentimental Pat Riley. We have been told all of us sentimental Pat Riley is gone. Uh, that person does not exist this offseason, okay? I mean, this is cut, this is going to be cut back to cutthroat Pat, okay? Um, and, and I think they feel like not only do they owe it to Jimmy, but to manage the Jimmy situation, they need to do it. It's really two things. It's they owe it to him for what he's given to the organization, but you do not want an unhappy Jimmy Butler. You just don't, okay? And my understanding is he's not an unhappy Jimmy Butler with the organization, with Spo, with any of that, but that there are certain player changes that, that ultimately are going to need to be made to make this team better. I think one of the issues here going forward, and this is something we're going to talk about a lot, okay, is that if you're going to essentially cater to Jimmy to build a team around Jimmy, there are certain guys he's going to want to play with, and there are certain guys that he may not. Okay, this a few months ago I brought up Jimmy no longer bragging about Tyler. Uh, ben, we've talked about it. I know. You're, you're, you've been on it, okay? Um <laughs> I, I think Ben is hacking into our chats. I, I know. I mean, ben, Ben's been on it, okay. But I, but what I'll say is, like, if you're going to cater to Jimmy's sort of personnel desires, okay. We've talked about Kyle Lowry. We've talked about even on the lower end of TJ, you know, TJ McConnell. We've talked about other players around the league. Obviously, Embiid would be the big fish, right? There's a relationship with Dame. There's really, okay. He has relationships, but if you're going to cater to him in that way. There is a chance he's going to lose a guy on this team that he does not want to play without, which is Goran Dragic. And to me, that's where this balance is going to get complicated. There's a comfort level with moving on from Tyler. There's not a comfort level with moving on from Goran. I don't know how the Heat are necessarily going to navigate that this offseason with their lack of chips and the fact that to really get a deal done, Greg, a couple of deals. If it's not just going to be, okay, we get Kyle Lowry and then we add a big and that's it. Okay. But to get a couple of deals done. Okay. Maybe it's a Brogdon. Maybe it's a, uh, I don't know. They go out to Portland to CJ, maybe whatever. Okay. To do that, they're going to have to move probably hero and Dragic while moving on from none. Correct. So I, I, I how think does so. you navigate that. Right. It's tough. It's tough. I think that they would probably try to to exhaust every option to use the existing bird rights of all of these free agents. Like Oladipo is an example of a guy that like, maybe you try to figure out where he wants to go and see if you can work out a sign and trade. Like people have been talking about Brooklyn cause he's watching games up there. Uh, like a Dinwiddie double sign and trade. Like that's an interesting scenario, but like 
if you're not going to use Goran's contract, opt into it, use that team option as salary to match and trade, then essentially you're saying you're bringing him back either with exception money or um, on a lower level deal. And I just think it's going to be difficult to stay under a hard cap if you're signing and trading for any player uh, and still keep all the guys. So at some point you're going to have to ask yourself like who's not sticking around. And um, I don't know, man. I think that this is one of those off seasons where Goran, he may be the casualty. I, I think you may be po- po- poetic license just made a comment. So let, let's get to it. Cause you and I talked about this a little bit last night, uh, Alex, are, is it possible to get Lowry and Malcolm Brogdon? It, it's not possible unless both Hero and Dragic are going out the door. Correct. I, I don't. I don't see. There's no yeah. other. There's no Pretty other much. way to accomplish that, right? Like that's that would be the only way. Pretty Basically. much. Yeah. yeah. Unless they want to sign uh, Oladipo to a max deal or something. Where was that? Did you see somebody tweeted that out today? Where did that come from? That Vic was looking for a max deal. That's got to be old, right? I, I, I saw that. I, on Twitter I didn't see today. who. I, I didn't see who reported that. But I mean, come on, that's just. No, one. we have we have not even talked about Vic in like a month, right? Like, I, I mean, and I haven't heard his name even talking to anybody around the Heat. Like, I, is is there any chance? Like, is there any price? No, I, I don't think that they're looking at him to be back at all. I feel like at most he would be a guy that they would try to find a destination for and see if they can work something out. Like they're going to have to get creative like that. Cause to your point, they don't have the assets. There's draft picks yet to be unlocked. So maybe they really need to explore that. It wouldn't surprise me if Riley tries to figure out a way to get as many picks available to him so that he can just trade them all and then say peace. And I know some heat fans will squirm at that, but like um, other than that, what are you going to do? You have to use these contracts. You have to use Tyler hero. Um, because Jimmy wants a contender do now. Think, do you yeah. think Old Depot gets signed and traded as well? Because I'm a little bit confused, Possibly. by the way. I think maybe we should clear this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as, because we, we've been talking about like the idea of uh, maybe Duncan getting put in a sign and trade. Now we're talking about the idea of Old Depot maybe getting used in a sign and trade. Obviously, we talked about Goran and Andre and their player options being used. How many guys can be sent out in sign and trades? How many guys can be aggregated to be put in contracts? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Because that's something to me that is just like swirling around in my head. Like you, When you sign and trade a player, they cannot be aggregated with anyone else. So right, that's right, one thing right. to... to to, so they have to be relatively so clean trade trades. No, no. And Duncan Robinson has base year compensation where he mm-hmm. counts Double. for less as he goes out 
versus when he comes in from a salary cap matching perspective. And when you're over the cap, you're going to have to be dealing with probably other teams over the cap and you're going to have to match salaries. So um, it, it, it would take multiple moves, truthfully. Like it's, it, it either it has to be a super active offseason or you're kind of bringing everyone back. And I don't think that that's the route that they're going. Well, okay, so let's get to the bringing everyone back thing because, you know, that gets into this. If they're bringing everyone back, then people are going to look do at it. us. Like, well, well, people are going to look at us. I don't think there's any chance it happens, especially look if Atlanta goes to the finals. Like there's no way Pat's going to look at that and be <laughs> like, I mean, come on, okay? Um, but, but, but the other thing about it is, though, um, when we talk about the 75% or more chance that hero is gone, then there's that still slim sliver of chance that he's back. And, and, and when we talk about bringing everyone back, like he's part of that. I still don't get the sense though, in the conversations I've had, and I want to make it clear. Okay. I'm not advocating. I'm just reporting here. Conversations that I've had uh, that he's part of the long-term future. Anyway, I, I still feel like, if if they bring him back, it's more to kind of rehabilitate. Well, they don't get the deal they want. Yeah. Uh, in a number of ways, it's to rehabilitate his value along, hopefully, with the value of some others. I mean, they've got some – we've talked about it, though, and this is a whole other episode we got to do. I don't want to get into all of it today. But the Precious and KZ moves now, looking back, uh, I mean, they have a summer league, basically, to get that right. because yeah. and, and I think they deserve the summer league to get it right. And next if season, like they here. have to be the low cost contributors. I, I don't even know about next. I, they have to do something. If they're still here, they got to do something in summer league to attract somebody because right now you're looking at the precious pick and you're looking at Maxi. you're looking at Bain, you're looking at quickly, you're looking at some of these other guys who contributed right away. And you've got a guy who maybe has some potential. We'll get this Christian. Would you all rather have Lowry Ingram or Lowry and Brogdon? We'll talk about that in a second. Um, you're talking about all of these guys that were there and, and you, you've got a guy who has potential, He's undersized to play center, though. You don't know that you can play him with Bam. Eric didn't try it for more than, like, 12 minutes the whole season. Um, it, I mean, so what's his best What's his best thing? Like, three years down the road, he can play with Bam, or right now he's a 10-minute-a-game yeah, player? So, so you're talking about you had all these other guards who you could have plugged into spots now that you don't have, right? Would have felt better about trading Hero, better about letting none walk, better about what happened with Oladipo. You don't have him. And then the KZ thing. It's I mean, bad because that's – Two second round picks Two, plus he's a second round pick, so that's three. That plus you, the kid, the kid, and again, you're not going to hit on everybody, okay? But the kid they trade four man, second round picks. Well, for, it's three totally. It was one and the two that they traded, but but then you yeah. got the kid Terrence Mann, who like looked like a Heat culture type player draft night, who you, was just sitting there. And I again, they're not the only team who passed. I get it. Yeah, but it's I, just though, the the precious and KZ becoming sort of negative assets instead of not good. positive assets is, is problematic. It's and problematic. just but but I think like just to provide a little perspective, like remember when how devoid of assets they felt like they were, and then like after the bubble run, all of a sudden the whole roster, you feel like, oh my gosh, look at all these chips we have because all these players are right. attractive, and now we've kind of swung the pendulum the other way. So I just I would guard against getting too hung up on them being unable to make unable to make moves because of the position that they're in it's just going to take way more creativity than attaching a first round pick to a deal which they have the right guys to do that obviously with andy uh, and, and others they have in the front office um but but alex again if you i guess here's the thing with hero with, with every player that they've traded okay to go get a bigger time player there's then this fear among heat fans right like what that player is going to become somewhere else 
And we've discussed this on the pod. Typically, they get out at the right time. Typically, okay? Um, Glenn Rice is a weird example because, you know, Glenn became an all-star, but, I mean, they got the cornerstone of the franchise. Yeah, it doesn't count. And Zoe, it doesn't count. But, but again, Lamar Odom, really good one year there. Yes, he was a major contributor for the Lakers as a six-man, um, you know, and, and, you know, he filled a perfect role there on a, even a championship team. But at the same point, like, you make that move a thousand times, okay, over, uh, you know, and, and, and Karan Butler, again, on the staff now, became a really nice long-term vet in the league. Never made an all-star team that I can recall. Maybe there, right? Maybe there was one. Um, good player, very good player, but not not a, not a superstar type player. Josh Richardson, we've seen what happened. Justice Winslow, we've seen what happened. Derek Jones Jr., a player we debated about whether they should re-sign him last summer, out of the rotation in Portland. Like, Jay Crowder is a weird thing because Jay Crowder doesn't belong to the Heat. Jay Crowder has belonged to, like, eight organizations in the NBA. The Heat just squeezed four really good months out of him, right? I, so, typically when they get off of guys, this concern, this fear of the guy blowing up is what sort of haunts Heat fans. Do you have a concern of Tyler Hero going somewhere else and blowing up? I'm not talking about a guy who fills the box score and maybe averages 19 on 45% shooting, maybe is a fringe all-star type player in the right year, but a guy who, like, is Trey Young. Okay, like, do you do you have that concern? I don't. I don't. I mean, I do have the concern <laughs> that, that, you know, we trade him – he trade him and, and he's just a really productive player. And what you're saying, a kind of a fringe all-star type guy. And even if he isn't on the all-star team, which I don't think any of us are imagining he's going to be on the next few seasons or anything like that. Like he could still be a very productive player if he puts it all together. I just don't know how soon it'll be. Uh, I just think they're in a point right now organizationally where it's like, you know, like I said early in the, at the top of the show, they're in a fork in the they're in a fork in the road for whatever is happening in the organization interpersonally, and because they're trying to be a win now team and they're trying to rebuild around Jimmy uh, while he's still in his prime. So I just think, you know, that's just kind of the cost of trying to build a contender. I think you got to take advantage of the value you built with Tyler, and it sucks that it's got to end this way, but I think you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I, I think you made a really good point there. Just before I go to Greg. You said interpersonally. There's really three elements to this, okay? There's the basketball, there's the business, and there is the chemistry, personal stuff. And and I, it's all together right now. I think it's all going to lead to a change um, this offseason. And that's, again, that's why I've been quoted at 75% or more. And it doesn't – I don't think that reflects – That is a high number, man. I, when I threw that out to three people today, they say you're still low. That's I mean, crazy. I sent you the text, Greg. I didn't say who they were from. It, but I, It, I it just, stinks. Like, when we watched Hero in that run in the bubble, um, you just don't know if you're witnessing, like, a, a next great player. Like, I don't think any Heat fans should feel like they got duped when they were watching that and they bought into Tyler and they were vested in the – they had vested interest in his success as a, as a big-time player. Like, he looked like he had that kind of stuff. And – um you think about like the Warriors were at a crossroads and they almost dealt Steph and kept Monte Ellis. Like, and I know that like, obviously like the Tyler hero to me now that ship has sailed of him becoming any kind of superstar. Like, I feel like there's just certain things that you have to see. And I don't know that we've seen him there. Um, and maybe I'll look stupid down the road since I was, uh, hope trafficking him more than anyone, but I don't see it for him there. But, uh, that doesn't mean he's not going to be a great player, and it, it just sucks that it that that it looks like it's going to exit the way that it is. Um, yeah, I know, Ben. I'm sorry. I I, I get it. well that quote. I'm okay with because I I've gotten that from from everywhere. Uh, 
But you're right. I mean, look, again, it doesn't mean he can't be a long-term starter in the league. It doesn't mean he can't win a six-man-of-the-year award. I, I, I think those things are – I mean, he's a skilled player. I think he's a high IQ player in terms of understanding the game. He is a gym rat type player. They want him to get stronger. They want him to get in the gym. I know that we've, we've heard that repetitely. And they gave him more this year and he didn't capitalize. And that is huge for them. Like they put more on your plate. And when you can't manage that, that becomes an issue. Well, the other, the other thing about that, Greg, is there wasn't total alignment in the organization about doing that. And so when, (laughs) When you have, you know, and again, they're a one voice organization. That's the way they are. It's always was Pat then Pat turned it over and it's Spo, right? But it doesn't mean there aren't differing opinions inside the organization that are heard. And I, I know with Tyler, there was some question about whether to put that much on his plate, especially after a two month break, which is all they had, which again, mitigates some of this. And we got it. We have to, you have to, I mean, it's not an excuse, but it's a reason for some of the struggles. Another reason for some of the struggles early in the season was, let's be honest, he was playing with garbage in the starting lineup, okay? I mean, Mo Harkless started a couple games, remember? Myers started, I mean, they didn't have their group. Production I mean, was not their... bad either when he was a starter, even no, though they weren't I, winning a whole lot. <laughs> right, so, so, so I, I mean, I, this is not a trashing Tyler Hero episode in any sense. No. He was out there in the community today too. It feels, I, I, it feels, I, you know, it, it's not it great feels, timing. No, he, he's been in the community. Absolutely, I think. I think. And look, I, my dealings with him, I like him, and we had him on the podcast. I mean, this isn't personal thing. It's just, it's where it's like you said. I, I think you've hit it right. I mean, fork in the road. I think, I think they're at a fork in the road here. They don't. They've made some mistakes. Okay, or at least some some moves that look like mistakes right now. They got bad luck with Oladipo. I mean, regardless, I know it was a low-risk proposition, but they got, you know, they it didn't work out. They've got two of their guys who outperformed their contracts significantly, and Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Nunn, where the bill has now come due, okay? And they've got Jimmy Butler. Trying to dine and dash? Who they, yeah, who they, right, exactly. Who they, Jimmy Butler, who they've got to make a decision on now about the next four years paying him an exorbitant amount of money you're not going to do that, okay, and then not put a team around him that he thinks he can win with. I mean, and then then you give him the money, okay, and we know how committed Jimmy is to the game, but you give Jimmy the money and then give Jimmy a team he can't win with, and then there's nothing else out there for him. There's no extension in the future because he's already got it, okay? He's a made man, right? There's no extension. And he can't win a championship because he doesn't have pieces around him that that he thinks he can win big with. That's a, like a re- recipe for disaster. Like if you're yeah. if you well, if you're if you're committing to Jimmy's window, like you you do to a certain degree have to commit to Jimmy's preferences. They have to be aggressive, yeah, right. and they have to play to his strengths in terms of his preferences. And I think it's important that whatever players they pick, like this is a fine line that they're that they're walking with making sure that Jimmy's happy with everyone that they're building the roster with, but also like you, you have to get these contracts, right? Like I feel like they are no matter what going to have to explore the trade market to add any of these 2022 free agents staying above the cap is the route. So whatever players you sign this off season, they can't become negative assets next summer. Like that can't happen. And so if Jimmy is, funneling you guys and those guys don't work out that's a that's an issue um let's uh let's let's close here i guess and, and again check out our sponsors uh, prizepicks.com use the code five biscayne bay brewing 
course, the official beer of the Five Reasons Sports Network and also markbrownpa.com if you need estate planning or like Tyler Hero, you got a young family. You want to make sure that uh, that everything works out there. He can do that for you as well as your title uh, for real estate. Um, we've got, I'll read a couple of these as we go. Tyler from McDermott, Young, Jackson, Wayne Ellington, any of those three no. trades I take. No, I, they're not. <laughs> Look they're where not, we're at right now, they, man. No, but, they, no, but they're not. They, this is not. Again, it's a weird spot because his value is lower than it's been. Andrew, thank you. Good work. We appreciate that. Um, the uh, Oh, there was a super chat comment earlier. I would rather have Ingram than Brogdon. Give me Brogdon for the for the contract. Uh, I, I'd rather have Ingram because it's a it's a harder position for them to fill. I think uh, ultimately that's. I just that's didn't want to miss that because he super chat. I appreciate that. I wonder how Bam does without the DHO in the Olympics. We talked about that actually in an episode. I think that actually may be beneficial for Bam. Yes. It's going to be used in some different ways, and I think I it may know. give Eric, Eric some ideas. <laughs> also, Eric's going to be coaching against Bam. We didn't mention that the other night, right? Eric's on yeah. the select team, so he's going to Anthony see Edwards. Right, he's going to see it right up close. Yeah, they're starting the groundwork early, right on that one. Anthony Edwards. When can he leave Minnesota? Um, this is from Adam. I would love to see a few years ago trades going out and then using the Goran deal and Iggy deal Agreed. separate. That's trades, how they maximize. Yeah. Right. So they can't do multiple sign and trades. Yeah. They can. Oh yeah. yeah. You're just yeah. hard capped when you do your first one and then you better stay below that hard cap. Right. Happy birthday, I, I just, Adam, by the way. Happy birthday to Adam. So our guy clutch. I, I, I will. God, the Goran thing is going to be really complicated though. That is. That's going to be rough. For... And shout out to Adam here, by the way, because he, if he was on this show, he would have been talking about how right he was with the whole Myers thing because they would have had that extra option to throw in here instead of having to talk about Goron as a guy. You know, Myers would have been the extra salary. Well, he, and it would yeah, have been talking about not using him in the Ariza trade, basically, which yeah. I know Adam, yeah. Adam didn't like at the time. Also, for Adam's birthday, let's throw this hypo- hypothetical out. Um, oh, no. Would we do Would we do <laughs> Hero, Iggy? And precious for Harrison Barnes and Marvin Bagley, listeners, watchers. What would yes or no? Give me Rashawn Holmes instead of Bagley, and that's a yes. Oh wow! Wow! Give me the that's good. How, how you that's say how that? Good big man. Holmes is about to get paid. I think Bagley is the guy you get and try to, um, you know, I just like good players. I, 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 Marvin ba- Bagley's right now. He's another of those Sacramento trivia questions, man. I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, it's one. I mean, Aiton went in front, but I mean, Trey and Luca went after. It's just like, oh my I god, think hero from Elite Monk. Here, for, you don't, you don't think that the, you don't think that the Heat guys watched a whole lot of Marvin Bagley, though. I'm sure they saw a lot of him. So I would, I don't know, maybe they think they could resurrect. Him. Yeah, seen, if, he, if they watched him, they know why they should trade. <laughs> well, I college. Look, you're signing him to an exception. That's different. But I, I would get all the Kentucky him. guys, Malik Monk. That's what's up. Uh, well. Maybe quick, if he was quick. like the third piece in the deal, but second, I don't know. I like Rashawn Holmes, man. I, I know you like Rashawn Holmes, but I mean, you're not. I, I, He's getting yeah. paid. He's getting paid. All right, so so let's close here just by sort of finalizing all of this. I know we were a little cryptic and vague on some things, which sometimes we are, uh, but just aggregators, if you want to. The only thing we're saying is we think there's a high likelihood that deal Tyler Hero is going to be traded. That's Right. I think Correct. that's that's fair. That's the baseline here. I mean, there's there's other factors at play, but but essentially, I think I think it is what it is. It's a, it's what Ben said. It's it's a sped up timeline, um, and you know, as soon as soon as they start those negotiations with Jimmy, which shouldn't be much of a negotiation, you know, the clock starts on that tenure and uh, on that part of this, and they're gonna get him pieces he can win with right now, and you know, that's it's crazy to say that a kid who was twenty. 
tearing up the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals is yeah. not a piece that you feel you can win with right now. That's why it hurts. I, and maybe maybe they're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe others in the organization. I don't know. It's possible. Maybe he just tears up the league next year. Like I, again, he's an incredibly skilled kid, and he's already he already overachieved compared to what Heat fans expected. So I wish him the best, whether it's here or anywhere else. But we're just reporting what we're hearing. That's basically it. All right, check out our sponsors. Uh, we will be back on Sunday on five on the floor. Also, go to therapistpreferred.com. Use that code Five Reasons. Get yourself. Some good CBD if you need to recover from this episode. Thank you, man. He's right with it. Also, Sixth Ring went today. Lots of recruiting talk with the Canes. Make sure you check that out as well. Have a good night. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.